Okay, good morning everyone and a good Nechodesh. Welcome back after our three-week hiatus to our uh, Sunday morning breakfast and learn program. Thank you very much Rabbi Hoffman for uh, the beautiful setup over here. This, this morning's breakfast and learn program is sponsored by the Kailo of Community Kailo of Summers in Philadelphia. That's right? Okay. All right. It's uh, beautiful being here on Rosh Chodesh Elul. We kick off uh, our Elulzman uh, Breakfast and Learn program. And uh, in the spirit of Rosh Chodesh Elul, we're going to talk this morning about what we heard this morning for the first time in about 11 months, and that is the sound of the shofar. The shofar. We begin Elul with the shofar. And uh, this is the Minig Yisrael. We didn't do this everywhere. We hear it this morning, the shofar. And we're going to talk a little bit about the halachic background, why we're doing the shofar this month. And also the differences in the minhagim of the shofar. So we have some chavri here this morning who's having in congregation or at of Somerton, Philadelphia. We have some chavri here that's having in uh, CBS congregation Ben Solomon, Beit Shloima of, of Somerton, Philadelphia. And I'd imagine we have Yidin here who heard different different uh, versions of the shofar blast this morning. Um, you know, the Minigan CBS in Nadvarn in, in, in over there is every day during El they do the full set of Tekiyas. They do a Tashrat, Tashat, and Tarat. Right? The full Tekiyas, Shvarm, Trua, Tekiyas, Tekiyas, Shvarm, Trua, and Tekiyas, Shvarm, Tekiyas, and Tekiyas, Trua, Tekiyas, the full set. And I'm presumably, who blew the shofar this morning? Rabbi Hoffman? Yes. So you did the full set this morning? Yeah. The Gansa, Gansa, the Gansa, Gansa, here, Noratara, we just did a Tashrat. Did a modest Tashrat over here, but not so done very not immodestly but done with a with a with a knack with a you could hear that you could hear that all the way in Roundhurst Rabbi Aronson's uh, Schaefer blast this morning but we did a Tashrat and that's certainly the Midian Ashkenaz in the Yeshivas all they do is a Tashrat every day they do the, the shorter version that we did most shuls they would do the shorter version and even many places in Midian Sfard even many Hasidish enclaves also do the shorter version. There are packets here and there of places that do the full version, as they do across the street in, in, in Beis Shloima. One thing we're going to talk about this morning is what's the difference between these two minhagim, and what's the background altogether in blowing the shofar during Elul, and is there any halachic significance? So let's start with that question. Is there halachic significance, and maybe even hashkafic significance, to the shofar that we blow during Elul? Let's, let's frame the question this way. Everybody knows that the shofar is a very powerful item, and the shofar blasts, the shofar blows are, are, are like like secret weapons that we have. The Gemara talks about how when we blow the shofar, it, it, uh, it confuses the Satan, it makes Hashem um, remember the Akedah, it, it can save us from doom, it saves us from danger. There, there's something auspicious about the shofar itself. The shofar has a certain power. The shofar has a certain kayak to it. The shofar has a certain... Um, property to it that it can avert things it can it can change our gzardin and it's it's uh, 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 and and it can move things in shamayim it accomplishes things it does things the shofar that we blow on rosh hashanah is not just in other words not just a mitzvah not just something we're doing because hashem told us to do which all mitzvahs are but it also has auspicious properties and it does things um it's one of our secret weapons. It's, it's, our, it's a secret, one of the most powerful weapons we have as Jews in our arsenal. That's the shofar we blow on Rosh Hashanah. So the shofar that we're blowing during Elul, is that doing all these things in Shamayim? 
What's the purpose of the shoifer during Elul? Does that have those auspicious properties? Yeah, every day we're blowing the shoifer. Is it arousing? Midas harachamim? Is it evoking the akedah? Is it moving things around like the shoifer and Rosh Hashanah? Or is it just as you know we would maybe understand? Just a, like a wake up call, an alarm clock. Every day during Elul, wake up, you didn't wake up. Uru yishena mishanaschem. Wake up, wake up, like the Ram says. Wake up from your slumber. Is it just there to wake us up? It's not doing anything in Shemaim. It's, it's there to wake us up, to get us ready for Shoshana. So which one is it? Maybe, maybe it's both. Yeah, it could be both. But but is it is it also the former, or is it only the latter? Is it just merely for us, or is it doing something and tapping into all the big things that are going on in Shemaim? So the MS is like this. The tour brings down the source for this minig that Klaisel has a blowing the shofar during the Shoshana, during during Elul, and he brings it down from a Pirkei de Reblazer, a medrash uh, in, in the sefer called Pirkei de Reblazer, and let, let's read this together. Tiny Pirkei de Reblazer, Berush Chodesh Elul, Amar Kach Baruch Hu LeMoshe Alei Alei Haharam, and Rish Chodesh Elul, the Rebbeinu Shlom told Moshe come back to the mountain. That was the final set of th- forty days. There were three blocks of forty days. We know, right? The first forty days is when Moshe was receiving the first tablets. Uh, and with the conclusion of those days, it's when Klaisol miscalculated, they made the Egel Azov. The middle 40 days, Moshe was desperately trying to get Hashem to not destroy the Jews. Those were 40 days of, of wrath. And the final 40 days were days of Rachamim. That was from Elul, Rishchesh El to Yom Kippur. Sha'az Elul, the Kabbalah Lucha Sachrinus. Moshe went up to get the second set of tablets, Vaviru Shoifer Bamachanah. And. Every day during Elul, fascinating idea, says Pekka de Belazer, fascinating historical idea. Every day during Elul, they they uh, blew the shoifer in the, in the camp, in the Midbar. They blew the shoifer every single day. Why? So nobody should make a mistake the second time around. No one should, should miscount the days. They blew the shoifer every day. So people, when you hear 40 blasts, you know, okay, that, that Moshe is not coming down until we hear 40 blasts on the shoifer. They blew the shoifer every day for the final 40 days. So people wouldn't make the same mistake that they made the first time around. HaKadosh Baruch Hu was Nis'ale was was made great through that shoifer. Was Nisala. The Rebina Shalilam arose through the shoifer. Shenemar Allah Likim Bitrua, as it's written, Hashem arises, Hashem reveals himself through a shoifer. Therefore, our sages instituted that just like in the desert all those years ago when we got ready for the original Yom Kippur to receive Hashem's forgiveness and to receive this, the second set of tablets we blew the shoifer every day to keep track of the days so we have a minute now every single year to blow the shoifer every day of Elul to keep track of the days from Rosh Hashanah from Rosh Elul till Yom Kippur period that's why so this is the source of why we blow the shoifer this is the source over here so it seemed from Pirgadir Blazer the, the, the source of our shoifer during Elul is very functional is, 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 um, is a wake up call is there to keep track of the days is there for us to um, to remind ourselves? Don't make mistakes. Don't do don't do averus. Do tshuva the same way back then. It was a reminder, a wake up call to make sure they didn't make the mistake again. So it seems that we're, we're doing this merely for us, 
and and um, and that's it. It, it. It's just a wake up call. To which we would ask then, if it's just a wake up call, let, let's start with a question then. A question on everyone, not just on Minig Varna. It's a question on Oratur. It's a question on Kansakal If the shayfa that we blow during Elul is just to remind us to keep us track of the days, so we just do one taki every day. That's it. Okay, day one. Day two. Day three. Day three. Why was it Tashrat? Tashat? Tarat? Why are we going through all the Tekiyas? Like, we understand if it's doing things in Shemayim. Great. Givaldik Vesader. But it's just to wake us up. If it's just to wake us up, why are we going through the whole, why are we emulating what we do on Rosh Hashanah? And it does seem clear from the Picadur Belazar that we are doing it to wake us up. Just to keep track of dates. On the other hand, there's a very interesting knech, a very interesting little half a line that we read. Let's look back at it again. In Picadur Belazar, yes, it says over here that we blew the shoifer to keep track of dates to make sure we wouldn't do Averis again. But it said, let's look at that line again. Shalayitu oid the Rebina Shalaylam arose with that shoifer, was 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 um, revealed through that shoifer, was made great through that shoifer. So there is something else going on over here. It says that we blew the shoifer on our own in the midbar to keep track of the passage of time, to count the days, to not make the mistakes. So that's just a hecker ba'amba we'd say, just a way to to uh, wake us up. But it does does seem to have made. Uh, uh, um, a difference and some seem does seem to have affected things in Shemaim also our shoifer is our wake up call our reminder started moving things around in Shemaim moving things around in Shemaim Hashem was made great through that shoifer even though we were doing it to keep track of time it somehow affected Hashem and affected Shemaim Agav what does that mean it affected Hashem and affected Shemaim Hashem was made great. It means a beautiful idea. Hashem sees that we're so serious about doing tshuva. We're so serious about not making mistakes. The second time around, not repeating our mistakes. We're so serious about learning from our sordid actions of the Cheda Egel that we're willing to go ahead and, and, and for you know 40 days straight blow the shoiver. That's how serious we are. That makes, so to speak, Hashem's presence greater. That makes the Shechina more... A more apparent, more present, and it's like that even whenever, you know, we make ourselves more powerful, it empowers the Shekhinah's presence over here. We take Tshuva seriously, we bring the Shekhinah more into the world. So those actions actually did affect what, what went on in Shemaim. So maybe back to what we do then, the Tashrat, the Tashat, the Tarat, um, Maybe we would say, so if I see, even though primarily the shofar they blew during Elul back in the Midbar, which is what our shofar is based on, was primarily just for us to keep track of time as a wake-up call. So, mitzad that, it should just be, you know, just do one taki every day. But if I see it affected Shemayim, so maybe Atakah should tap into what they do on Rosh Hashanah, the old Tashrat and Tashat and Tarat, because it's affecting Shemayim also. At the same time, still, you know, we have to return to our original question, which is, what affected them in Shemaim? Our wake-up call affected Hashem in Shemaim. So, Vaita, why am I doing the Tashrat, the Tashat, and Tarat, or even the Tashrat every day, if it's my Tekiah that affected Shemaim? Great, Kavalik, so you do a Tekiah for the entire El. So, so kind of back to the starting point of view. Why are we doing even Tashrat, and certainly the Minhagim place where they do the full set? Why are we doing the full set during El? It's there, it's even if it affects Shemaim, but what affected Shemaim? Our wake-up call down here. 
which part of the Satan? Well, it's actually not the blowing that confuses the Satan. It's brought down that not blowing it, Erev Rosh Hashanah confuses the Satan. When we stop blowing, that's what throws the Satan off. So that is like this. There's there's actually a, um, a fascinating Bach um, that says the following. There's a Bach based on a tour. The tour says... So everybody knows that on Rosh Hashanah we always do Tashrat, Tashat, Tarat, right? Tekiyah, Shvarm, Teruah, Tekiyah, Tekiyah, Shvarm, Tekiyah, Teruah, Tekiyah. And we do each of them ten times. Why do we... Why, I'm sorry, we do each of them at least three times and then that brings us up to 30, which brings us to 60, which brings us to 100. That's not a discussion for now. But um, everybody knows that we've heard this at some point in our lives already at this point. The reason we do Shvarm, Teruah, Tekiyah, and then Shvarm, Tekiyah, and then Teruah, Tekiyah is because we're not sure what a Teruah really is. Trua might be what we call trua, the do 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 do, or it might be a shvarm, do do do, or it might be the shvarm trua, the do 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 do. So we don't know which one it is, and we have to cover all the possibilities. But the kia before and the kia after. Since that's what we have to do, the tour brings something down. The tour says that being that. We can't know for sure we were yoytzed the tzikiyas unless we do all three and cover all the bases. So we should never only do one on its own. Never just do a tashrat. Three tashrats. Never just do three tashrats. Never just do three tarats. Because people might think, oh, I wasn't sure I heard them do three tarats in a row. Maybe you only have to do a tarat. I heard three tashrats in a row. Maybe you only have to do tashrat. Says the tour. So you can't, you always have to do all three. Um, you always have to do all three. The call to kiyotzer the chidoy mi boy liyos asar tashrat tashat tarat v'inon meil. You always have to do tashrat tashat tarat. It sounds like he's saying you have to do them as a package, and the back says indeed, yes, you have to do them always as a package, because otherwise people might think you can get away with just this one or just that one and the other one, and we're not going to have covered all the bases. And the Bach says, based on that, Once the tour tells us that in order to not confuse people, always make sure you do all three as a package. Even when we blow the shoifer during Elul, When you blow the shoifer during Elul, it should always be the full set. Even during Elul. Tashrat, Tashat, Tarat. The full package. Because we don't want people to get confused, like the tour says. If even during El, I only do Tashrat, people might think, oh, it's just Tashrat. If I hit three Tashrats, I'm okay. Three Tashrats, and I'm okay. We don't want people to get confused. So even during El, we'll do the full set. But we don't do that. The, the majority of Klaizro doesn't do that. All the, the yeshivas, the shuls, the, the Ashkenaz, and even a lot of the B'nai Sfar only do Tashrat. Not like this Bach. The Territ is, it is like the Bach. The Bach concludes by saying, But we don't have that minute. Okay. The minig is not to do this. Says the, says the Bach, the minig is during Elul, you only do Tashrat. In other words, even if on Rosh Hashanah, we always make sure to do the full set, Tashrat, Tarat, Tashrat, Tashrat, Tarat, so people know you have to do all three. But during Elul, come on, it's taking a little bit too far. During Elul, you don't have to do all the, all three as a package. We're not knowing like this. And no one is chaylik on this Bach, it happens to be. Not the, 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 and anyone, no one that comes after the Bach, Says King Nahagukay. No, no, no. We do do the full set. The Bach is like the final word in, in printed halacha over here that he says he does bring down such an idea that you should do the full set even during Elul to not get confused. 
But the Ba'ath tells us, he assures us, don't worry, that's not the Minig. During Elo, you can do just the Tashrat. The Minig is just to do Tashrat. No one disagrees, no one disputes this Ba'ath. So what about those packets of Yidin that are Taka doing the full set every day of Elo? They're going like the the source that the Ba'ath brings down, which the Ba'ath tells the Minig not like the no, no, they, they are noig like the, the, the Bach does bring down such a source. He just says the Minig is not like the source. He brings down from an Oruch. The Oruch, one of the Rishonim, a very, very early Rishon, the Oruch. So that Minig is following the Oruch. But again, the Bach is telling us that the Minig is just to do the Tashrat. So that's, so just in knowing where Kleisel is coming from, so we hear, have it here black and white. The majority of Kleisel is following the Bach, and the Bach says that the Minig is not to do this during Elul, just to do the Tashrat. Those um, Yidin that do all Elul, the full set, are going like the first source that the Bach brings, and the Aruch that says, so it's not get confused, on the Rishoshantakis, even during Elul, do the full set. But it's clear though, it's clear from this Bach that the only reason to do the full set during Elul has nothing to do with what's going on in Shemaim. Not because we want to bring down all the Kaychets of all the Tekiyas. It's just a gzeir to not get confused between what you need to do on Rosh Hashanah and bring that all the way into Elul. But it's clear from the back that in terms of what you want to accomplish in the belonging of the Shaiver during Elul, the Tashrat itself is good enough, which is in line with what we started off with, that it's just about really a hacker making a, making a statement um, for ourselves a wake-up call. And that's why you, we want to have to worry about doing the full set because it's not the full set that's you know, the, the, the kavanas of the true and the kavanas of the key and the tashrat and tashrat and tashrat and all the ma'alachim that are coming out of the kavanas. No, we're not doing that during Elo. We're just waking ourselves up. So tashrat is sufficient. If that's the case, again, let's back back to square one. If it's just taka about waking ourselves up, why even a tashrat? Just do a tekiah every single day. We know with tircha the tzibur is a serious thing. We don't try to schlep things after the tzibur. We try to, you know, in and out, we try to get the tzibur back home. Tzibur's hungry at the end of the evening. Why even a tashrat? Why even doing a tashrat? Just do a takiyah every single day. You want to wake me up? You want to have me keep track of the days? Just do a takiyah once a day and I'll keep track of the days. Why are we even doing a tashrat? And again, it's true, we did, we were in the diet in that we're waking the Rebbeinah Shalaylam, uh, we're not waking, we're, we're empowering the Shechina, but even, but, but only because we're doing tshuva. Whatever we do for tshuva, takiyah would also shake them up in Shemaim because that's, that's evoking our tshuva. Why the tashrat? So I think we look back at Pekhita Rebelezer, just to wrap up with this, L'chayra, the Tashrat, is based on two elements. Our minute again, comes from this Medrash, that in, in, in the Midbar, they did this every single day. What do they do every day? There's two things that it says over there. Haviru Shoifer B'machna, they were, Taviru, Haviru, they passed a Shoifer through the camp, that's the Lashon, and then it says, Akash Baruch was Nis'ala B'Aisa Shoifer. So the two elements that were going on every single day, Ha'aviru Shoifer and Nis'ala, Ola Alekim Betrua. Ha'aviru, the Gemara in, in Rosh Hashanah says, Ha'aviru is always a Lashon of Tekiyah. Ta'aviru Shoifer, the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah says, means Tekiyah. Ola Alekim, when Hashem goes up with the Shoifer, it's always a Trua. The Shechina comes the, and, and, and goes with a Trua, and we make a Tekiyah. So we need to have a Tekiyah, and we need to have a Trua. That's what happened to Machna. So our minute gets us to wake us up based on the fact that they woke themselves up in the Midbar, but how do they do it in the Midbar with a Tekiyah and a Trua? And it, whenever you have a Tekiyah and a Trua, it's a Tekiyah, Trua, Tekiyah, the Trua is flanked by a Tekiyah. So that's what they did in the Midbar, because they did a Tekiyah. That was their wake-up call. They knew that the Rebbeinah Shalaylam was being, the Shechina was being, was being strengthened and empowered, so to speak, with this. So they did a Trua also, because the Trua always signifies the Shechina's arrival. So they did a trua. No, in the midbar they were clearly doing tkiya, trua, tkiya, 
Again, not because of Rosh Hashanah purposes, but because of their tekiah, combined with the fact that they knew that the Rebbein Shalalim was, the Shechina was manifesting itself, so they had to do a true for the Shechina, and they have to conclude with the tekiah, because the true has to be flanked with the, with the, with the, with the tekiahs. So that's why, our minute, which is based on the Midbar, so we do a Tashrad, because we want to emulate the, the, um, what they did in the Midbar. So just do a tekiah, true tekiah. There it is again. We don't know what it's true is. If we want to do what they did in the midbar, we have to cover all the base. What all the bases? Maybe tashrat, maybe tarat, maybe tashrat. I so let's taka do all three then. If we want to emulate what they did in the midbar, there it is. We are doing all three. Tashrat really covers everything because we have the true in there if it's a true You have the shvarim in there if it's a shvarim, and you have the shvarim true together if it's really shvarim true. We really are doing all three. So how come on Rosh Hashanah we don't do it that way? There it is. In other words, if Tashra itself really does cover all three, you can find all three in the Tashra. Yeah, the Shram is in there, the True is in there, and the Shram True is also in there. The problem is, on, on Rosh Hashanah, we say the following. If, let's say True is really a Shvarim, I interrupted the Shvarim with something that's not true, which is the True. Let's say True is really True, I interrupted it with something that's not True, which is the Shvarim. Let's say it's really a Shvarim True, well then I did it right. But if it's any of the other ones, I didn't do it right. I made it hepsic. That's on Rosh Hashanah when I'm coming to do a mitzvah. You can't be mastic the coil with other koilas. In Elo, where it's just a minute to emulate, to evoke what they did in the midbar, we're not being mastic, we're not making any interruptions, because we're not being makayim, a mitzvah is just a minute to emulate what they did in the midbar. So I covered all the bases, I don't have to worry about making a because only a minute. There's no issue of making a hefzik, very gishmak. So we talk about doing everything they did in the midbar without worrying about any interruptions. Again, why those yin that do tashrat, tarat, tashat, do the full set, they're going in like the Bach's aruf, that the Bach disagrees with, the Bach says the minute is not like that. Um, but again, it's not for any kaychus of the truma or kabbalas of, of, of the shoifer, but it's rather just to have a loy plug, to have a universal approach to shoifer, which the minig that the majority of Klai has is not to be concerned for that, and that's in line with the Bach, who says, loy during Elo we just do a simple tashrat, and even though it's a wake-up call, but it's a wake-up call that's there to emulate what they did in the midbar, which was a tekiah and a truah. Um, so finally, now that we've established that it, that what we do during Elul halachically begins as us waking ourselves up, um, it, but it evokes what they did in the midbar, which was to remind them to not do Averis again, which also has effects in Shemaim, but it starts down here, and it was instituted as Takana to remind us, Hebrew to do Tshuva, we can now understand a final uh, discussion that is after in Halach, which is, what if the Tzibur one morning misses it, um, by Shacharis, or what if a Yachid, an individual, one day during Elah, Chalim Abachasi doesn't have in Tzvila B'Tzibur. What if any one of us would one day not hear the Shoifer? You have to leave early, you get called out on a, an emergency call, or you come to Shul late, you miss the Shoifer. One day during Elah, one of his Chashon misses the Shoifer. What do you do? What do you do if you miss the Shoifer one day? You find someone to find Rabbi Aronson, find Rabbi Hoffman, Find someone to blow the shoifer. Yeah, I missed the shoifer one day. I missed the shoifer one day. I remember when, once I was uh, many years ago, diving by the Kaisel in my Eretz Yisrael to Giyarn. And um, some yid with, with wild eyes and like long hair comes to the Kaisel with a, one of those yamakas they give out when he walked down to the Kaisel. And he was walking around, Epo Shofar, Epo Shofar, I need Tzavich Shofar. It was like in the middle of the winter. It was like sometime, it was like right after Hanukkah. Epo Shofar! I said, well, what's, what's going on, buddy? He said, he said, Kibati Kabbalah. He said, I, I made a vow. He said, Kibati Kabbalah, out me. 
He said, I told God, I said, he made a deal with God. If God gives me, he was, had some kind of business deal that I had to go through. He said, I made a vow. He said, God, if you help me out, I will come to the hotel and I will blow the chauffeur at the hotel. That's what I told God. I said, God, you help me. I, he said, I came out there, that's me. La, 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 however, he said, I'm going to come to Kaisal and blow the chauffeur. If you help me out. So, Baistois Hashem helped him. He found deal. And now he had to make good on his end of the deal. His end of the bargain was to come to Kaisal and blow the chauffeur, right? That's what he told He promised Hashem he's going to come and blow the Kaisal. Blow the chauffeur by the Kaisal. What? We should learn the whole lockers on that if you're allowed to make a deal and to go to the Kaisal and blow the chauffeur. Yeah, yes, I just, he's looking for, I mean, there's always chauffeurs by the Kaisal, you know. So, so, so that was, he came to fulfill his end of the deal. But do we have to do like, like this guy, you know, you missed the chauffeur one day. Do we have to, like, hunt, hunt for a chauffeur, hunt for a Baltakeo? And here's the chauffeur. So the Paiskim all say, one after the other, without any dispute, that no, you don't. You don't have, there's no such thing as making up the shoifer. You don't make up the shoifer during Elul. On Rosh Hashanah, how do you do? If Hashem, you sleep in, and you miss the Tekiyas in Shul, you have to hear the Tekiyas. Right. That's a mitzvah darais, you got to hear the Tekiyas. During Elul, there's no such thing as making it up. Not only that, many Paiskim, this is already, this is like it's between Reb Moshe and Reb Shlomo Zaman, but what if the Tzibur misses it? Should the Tzibur make it up by Mincha? Ramesha says yes, Ramesha and Shlomo say they know, they say no, Minigodim is not to make it up, even the Tzibur might not have to make it up, but a Yachid, every, everyone says unanimously, a Yachid, does, you miss the Shaver one day, there's no such thing, you don't, don't find, don't make somebody miss Shogah, don't, don't get someone Shaver, don't blow it, we don't stand blow the Shaver by the Kaisel, we don't stand blow the Shaver during Elul. What's the Pshat? The Pshat is again, because it's not, the, the Iker Takon of the Shaver is not Rosh Hashanadik, it's not the Akedah, it's not the Kaichas and the Kavonis, the Iker Takon is to remind the Tzibur to do tshuva. So it's a din in the tzibur. I remind the tzibur every morning. Do tshuva. The baltake is reminding the tzibur. If, if, if I remember on my own that I forgot, so that, that was the reminder. There's no takona on the yachid. No takona. Every yachid every day here's the shayfer to remind the do tshuva. It's a takona that we remind the tzibur, remind the shul to do tshuva every morning. And, 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 and so therefore there's no takona on the yachid, on an individual there's no takona. And not only that, even in the tzibur, it might have, meet, might be that it's only specifically by shakras. That's when this takon is remind you got remind the tzibur when they start off the day to do tshuva. Once they miss it, they missed it. That's again the opinion of Rishon Zavon and Rabbi Yashiv. Moshe believes that the tzibur should try to make it up because the tzibur should be reminded on a daily basis. But everyone believes that the yachid doesn't do it because again, it's not a, a mitzvah. It's not mitzvah the kaiches and the kavod. It's the wake up call. And it, it was instituted to wake up the tzibur. Okay, all right. We shall be safe to be woken up. And uh and uh Ksiva Vachasima Toy Rabbi have a wonderful, wonderful day. Mm-hmm.